Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Yeah, of Bradley and Dawn and my talk 107.1. You guys, scan this. Where's the menu? Oh, you just have to scan this QR code. Yeah, we here. don't do menus anymore, Dawn. You just have to scan this scan QR code and we'll get right to your service. Now, what if I don't have a phone? I'm sorry. Have a nice day. <gasps> Grandma is here and she doesn't have a phone. Anyway, well, that's not what we're talking about, but you wanted to talk about QR code yeah, menus. Yeah, actually, so here's the deal. Do you like QR code menus or no? I despise them, with one exception. 651-641-1071. That is the question. Feel free to drop us a line on the uh, Twitters or in the emails or give Mike a call because he is just raring to go. And Mike, also jump in if you've got opinions. But Dawn, I pose the question first to you. And before I do so, again, do you like QR codes or no? And that's QR code menus. QR code menus. QR code menus. I don't They're, hate them. Before, Let's say that. Sorry to not agree with you, but since the pandemic, it was like, oh, cool. I don't have to touch this thing that everyone else has touched. Yeah. And I definitely want to hear your opinion. I just want to tell you that the that where this came from was there's a piece in the New York Times that talks about the sort of backlash against QR code menus, which did pop up during the pandemic for obvious reasons. Once we all started emerging from lockdowns, people were like, don't touch that. That's gross. Don't touch anything. Don't touch anything. And then we found out like touching things wasn't really the problem. But anyway, that became a whole thing. And so suddenly you saw this proliferation, I think also timed well with the emergence of this as a technology and then as a resource. Now, A lot of, in this New York Times piece, they discuss how there has been a huge backlash against the QR code menu, not just by customers. And I can understand understand that as a consumer, because I said, for the most part, I don't like them. There is one exception that I have. But it's not just consumers uh, that they lay out. And it's it's very interesting. And I thought it was eye-opening to hear from service professionals themselves and restaurant owners. So kind of like everybody has basically said, okay... These are maybe not the best way forward. There might be uses for them, but it turns out if you look at customer satisfaction, if you look at the amount people are willing to spend on an average night out, if you look at the kind of feedback or interaction that servers have, people are kind of like, yeah, I think it's Hmm. better if we just have a one-on-one experience with a human being. Okay. Um, Now, now you said you like them. Tell me why you like them. Um, I just thought oh cool i like i said i don't have to pick up the menu that everyone not just because of the coronavirus just because of just dirty fingers and people touching stuff 
you know, I, I think about those things probably more than I should. Yeah, sure. Yeah, just because of the common cold even that can really knock you down, you know, for months and months. Yeah. So for you, it's more about hygiene. Hygiene, okay. yes. Um, I, I, you know, I want to know the psychology, though, of people. Is there like they spend less if it's if it's a QR yeah, code people, menu? People and there is a, a discussion in this New York Times piece about QR codes. Maybe we can put that in the uh, I, show links. Page. I, I can't open it because I'm not. a. Oh, yeah, okay. you can't read well, it if you're not a New York Times. Um, if you are a New York Times member, you'd be able to click link. through. Yeah. Um, so it turns out that people will likely spend more if they're in a relationship with an actual server. What I mean by that is people don't want to open their phone. Like at the end of the menu or at the end of the meal, you know, people are like, can we interest you in anything else? Um, That creates a whole nother opportunity for you to add a few things onto the bill. Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, as they say in the story are like, yeah, I don't want to deal with opening my phone. You know, like they, they just kind of move on. Like once dinner's done, they don't think about picking up their phone again and, a human you know. being suggesting that you should have dessert is a lot more, even if they just say, hey. Or even if it's just the interaction it? of, you know, you with your server, you, you'd be more likely to be like, hey, can I get a decaf? Yeah. You know, versus like, oh, are we going to do dessert? Uh, do we have to open? Okay, so let me go back in here. Again, anecdotally in this piece, they talk about that being something that okay. actually increases the bill. Um let me check the temperature with Mike. Mike, how do you feel about QR codes? Uh, one of my biggest pet peeves is being sticky. And sometimes those menus sticky. well, like, well, you know how like if it's a menu that's been used by a whole bunch of people and like oh, the, yes. cl- the table isn't clean yeah. and then all of a sudden it gets that little sticky film on it's it or resin. Why is hate it sticky? That. Me I too. hate it. Can you just wash your menus? I am totally exactly do that too, but yeah. I am totally cool with the QR code deal. I, no problem at all. I will tell you, um, and I said for the most part I hate it. The one exception that I have is if you're doing like a fast casual meal, I am all in. But when I go to a new restaurant that I have never been to before, I love the art of dining. So I love going out with someone and I love having a relationship. I mean, this I'm not going to oversell it, but I love the interaction between another human being who's going to say like, because I can't tell you how many times I've sat and had a conversation with a server about like, you probably don't want to get that thing. But maybe you want to try this thing. Or did you know that um, this thing is on the menu tonight and it's never usually on the menu? Right? Like servers provide that level of just interaction that you don't get from a QR code. And the, the one experience I had most recently with the QR code is the server, you know, sure, they'll answer questions and things. But for the most part, they're just going to show up with your food. You know, they'll greet you. And then they'll let you know that, you know, their QR code. And then you just go about ordering. And so it's it's far yeah. more. So it's just I've not never as, had a situation where I've ordered from a QR code. Like, it's just the menu itself. It's yeah. not like, and now you can check out here. Yeah. So that's that's different. Yeah. Yeah. No. And that's 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 literally a thing where you don't actually interact with a server you, because they're not paying. And that's the other thing is I feel like. A lot of times if businesses are just doing it to sort of cut the cost of hiring a well-trained, experienced server, mm. I'm not a fan of that behavior either because that's like a career for people, right? Sure. And I wouldn't want their career to go away. We've got people on the phone. Let's go to the phones and find out what people think about QR codes. Hey, Mike, who do we got? We'll start with Stacy. Stacy's on the line. Hey, Stacy, What do you want to share? 
I do not like them, first of all, because I can't see well enough on my phone. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And secondly, I have a smartphone with a dumb user. Come on, Stacy. Stacy. I give my phone to my 20-year-old son. I'm like, here, do this. Yeah. yeah. You'd rather have a paper menu. And I just, no, I'd rather have the personal interaction with the people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then on the other hand, my husband hates people, so he loves them. Yeah. No, I, I totally hear you, Stacy. Thank you so much. You're cracking me up today. And Thank I, you. And I think that that's valid, right? Like, I totally get that some days you don't want to interact with humans. You want to sit in your booth, beep, boop, pop, boop, beep, and things just arrive. That's a totally legitimate thing. Um, just overall, I love the idea of being able to, like, you know, interact with another human. Do we have one more caller that can be our last word? We do, Gerilyn. Gerilyn is on the line. Hey, Gerilyn, what did you want to share? Hey, Gerilyn. Hello? What would you like to share today, Gerilyn, about QR codes? Um, you know, I kind of agree with Mike. I don't like the sticky menus, but QR codes, I agree with the previous caller about trouble seeing on my small phone. And then when you have younger children and you have to sit and wait and pass your phone and then wait for it to come back, mm. so that gets a little frustrating in time consuming with younger children who don't have their own phone when you're passing it around it takes more time yeah that makes sense yes thank you so much gerilyn for calling gerilyn thank you yep thanks all right when we come up or come up when we come back kanye is getting sued by whom a store Find out which store and why he's being sued when we return right here on my... Olivia Weight Control Centers. It's Don McLean here for Olivia. Everybody is probably trying to lose weight right now um, because summer is coming up very quickly here, isn't it? Well, it's really nice to lose weight during the summer because you can be more active. And if you're looking for a program, Olivia, I can't recommend it more because I've been talking about this for five years. I lost about 30 pounds with Olivia five years ago, and I learned how to maintain my weight and have a healthy lifestyle, they want to help you out with this. A call today because you can get your first three months free when you mention me and say, hey, I heard this from Dawn on my talk, and you can be well on the road to getting a doctor-recommended program that is customized for you. Registered dietitians and nutritionists put it together. They also have grocery guides, uh, what you can actually buy at all the grocery stores that will fit within the plan. So they are there to help you and support you, and it's three months free when you mention me, 855-GO-LIVIA or Livia.com. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. You guys, Kanye West is being sued. I know. It's crazy. Really? By who? It's crazy. Who would sue him for any reason? I just I just don't know. Well, think back to whenever he was having some issues with his brands hmm. and um dealing and not with just his brands. Yeah, a lot of issues as well. And he was, you know, sort of cleaning house when it comes to who he aligned with, who he didn't for whatever reason. We had a a reputation, a reputation, um, a relationship with Adidas. And then you had Gap. You know, he that was a really big deal for him to have an opportunity to partner with Gap. Well, they are still sort of fighting about their failed partnership Mm. and things are getting nasty. So the gap is suing Kanye. The gap is suing Kanye. Yes. For 2 million, which 
Two million. That seems like nothing. Why are they suing him? Well, I think it's the principle of things. Um, According to these new legal documents obtained by TMZ, Gap wants Kanye to foot the bill for any damages it might incur in a lawsuit it's facing because Gap feels that Kanye and his company are responsible for putting them in this mess. Um, Gap is being sued by Art City Center. It owns a building in downtown L.A. Okay. Okay, so they are suing the Gap. Now, that was leased to the Gap to be a storefront for Kanye's Yeezy clothing line. Okay, so they're getting sued, and they're in turn suing Kanye. Yes. Gap is like, uh, yeah, the person responsible for doing the things you're talking about is actually Kanye because the building underwent a ton of unapproved alterations. Oh, like Kanye got in there to change things? Yeah. That does not surprise me He went me into the all. actual building and started changing a bunch of things. Um, and, you know, they want it back to the way it was before so they can use the space whichever way they like. And so they're saying he, we're not responsible for this, but he is. So they're going to try to um, hold him liable for any claims that might be brought up against them because they could add more. I mean, if you're a company and you know, okay, I'm suing the gap, but now I know that Kanye's involved. I might want to think think of some other things that could have been done. <laughs> you know, I mean, with him involved, they know that he has a lot of money and oh sure, you know, I, I'm I'm why aren't they sure suing they, Kanye? Because I guess under the protection of protection of like this was a Gap brand, this was his brand, but he had a partnership with. Wonder the Gap. if they think the they Gap has deeper it. pockets. Um, probably, yeah, but I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I mean, you think about the wealth that Kanye has. Plus, Kanye... I don't know that he does, though, anymore. That's the problem. Oh, well, I think maybe the the building agreement was under the gap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that would just be the whole reason in particular. But um, what do you think about it? I mean, I think the gap... Again, it sounds like the company should probably go after Kanye if he's the one that's the issue. And the gap probably is learning a valuable lesson, which is... Don't involve yourself with people um, who have a track record of not being able to maintain stable business relationships. <sighs> Absolutely. Despite how popular they might be. Yes. Um, actually, they go into detail about this. Not that we really want to support TMZ um, in this way since they did that terrible documentary about Britney. But they have a podcast where they talk in depth about this that I have not listened to. But if you want to know more about it's all a yeah. hotbed of lies. It is. It is. Um, I haven't seen I've, him out with his lady for a while. This was his architect and then girlfriend. Have oh, yeah, his wife. His, Allegedly, they're oh, married. That's right. What's been going on with I, Kanye and his wife? I don't remember uh, her name, but I do remember seeing her out and about. And she was. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Wearing something odd or something, and the two of them were just, they're, they're just kind of out there doing stuff, but it doesn't seem like it's much of anything in terms of, I mean, you know, oh, paparazzi Bianca. will be there. Bianca. And two days ago, it says that um, Kanye West's new wife confirms that they are married. Yeah, because allegedly they they told the media they were married, but we've never seen any actual marriage certificate. You'd also have to wonder if he really wanted to get actually married, you know, after what happened last time. That's right. Now, reports say that they haven't filed for a marriage license. Yeah, so but they this could is be a like, I'm married ceremony. in the eyes of Yeezy. It's like in the eyes of the court, you aren't married. Yeah. So, But courts are just a earthly concern. In the eyes of the universe, we are truly joined soul to soul. But whenever he decides to part from you, yeah, then you he ain't just any money. says bye. Yeah. I mean, that's which I think he's probably going to do anyway. Right. Like you'd have to imagine Kanye isn't going to after all he's been through not sign a prenup or anything. Yeah. Although I don't know. God only knows. Kanye West has a habit of not necessarily doing what other people would expect of him. Yeah. I I see them in the park strolling um, together and I feel like I don't know what the temperature is. The temperature? What do you mean? Like well, wherever is it cold they are, out? I don't know. Well, it looks like it's cold out. Why? What are they wearing? Because of her. Because she's wearing a bra top. Oh, she's and, showing some. Well, basically, perky nipples. Yes, and he is wearing what looks to be a trash bag. <laughs> I was going to say Kanye always wears lots of clothes. It's like that looks hot. It's a black trash bag like material. Is that it covering you're wearing. his face? Because you know they did that too at one point. They were mm. both walking around like totally covered in bodysuits. No, um, he's not in a bodysuit. It's a baggy like sweatshirt type thing that has a trash bag look to it, and then black pants, which look like sort of. Um, not, they're not like chinos. They're more like a sweatpants. There's a lot that you can see in these pictures when it comes to both of them. Oh, you know, I mean, it's just, I would say not, uh, they reveal a lot. Like they're not wearing undergarments. It just looks like he's hanging out on the couch. Oh, okay. Okay. And All I'm right. a little afraid if, if he takes a really giant step. Oh. If, you know, because it looks like there could be like a fly there. Sideball? <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> I mean, we can't see, Don, what you're no, looking at. So you have to be more explicit. I know, I know. Well, I know because this is the radio. Um, They look like sort of like sweatpants and that might have a fly, but they're oh, also like riding open? up a little bit. It's oh, not open, but okay. it could be at right. any moment. And she is wearing a white bra top. Okay. Which is very revealing. And you can, se- you can tell that, you know, her right breast is bigger than her left breast. Oh, okay. You know, it's very, that's revealing. a thing though. I bet. Right. Totally. Um, all right. When we come back from... That's your Kanye and Bianca update. Right breast, left breast, which is bigger? We'll find out. <laughs> Put a link in the show notes. But yeah. when we return, if you dreamed about breasts, 
Dawn is your woman because <laughs> she can interpret those dreams and will do so when we return right here on My Talk 1071. My Talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. Head to dakotadental.com today. Make your appointment. I remind you every single day because that's what I do. But it's important because your your dental health is super duper important. Not only because, you know, I care about your smile. You're worth it. But also your dental health is connected to your overall health. So if you have unaddressed dental concerns, that can lead to underlying health issues with your overall health. And the best place to take care of your overall health is with my friends at Dakota Dental. Why? Well, because they're just great dentists. In addition to the professional care you would expect from any dentist, you're also going to deal with a team of dentists and staff who are just fun to be around. When you're sitting in that chair, and by the way, having fun at the dentist is not something that's a guarantee, but when you're sitting in that chair getting some of the best dental care in the Twin Cities, you know you're in great hands and you're going to... Uh, you're going to enjoy the fact that you're there. Head to dakotadental.com today, and don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. We talk about entertainment here, and also people are endlessly curious about their dreams, and this is the spot where I interpret your dreams. Why don't you tell me about your dream? I was back in high school, and I was supposed to take a test. I was naked at work again. I was driving my car, and I couldn't control it. Then, I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? Dreamweaver Dawn. Dreamweaver Dawn. Who's, uh, who, um, who here wants their dream interpreted? Well, I know we have three people that are um, from way back at the beginning of May that I'm catching up with who should wanted we, a dream interpretation. Should we give them uh, their their dream? Should we make yes. their dream come through? Don, do you want to start with Sandy? Let's start with Sandy, yes. All right. Sandy says, Dawn, I was with other people. One was a close brother of mine. For some reason, people were after him, so the rest of the people group and I were keeping our distance from him. Then all of a sudden the chasers came after me. Oh, I remember being in a stadium type of situation and the chasers were essentially all around me. So I jumped over a railing into the rows of seats. Dream stopped abruptly there because I jumped out of bed. Oh no. Yeah. She also hit her head on the coffee table. I mean, it's a thing. She really was startled out of her sleep. By the okay. chasers. That sounds like a movie. Yeah, the chase. Ooh, that's good. Uh, so this is terrifying. And of course you were woke. You you woke up like, ah, because you. Yeah, with a startle. Exactly. So what I have here for that is that so you've got something going on with this is a really familiar part of yourself that you feel like is being threatened by change. Okay, so your brother represents that familiar part of yourself. Then we have being chased is um, you you like you have to think further with uh, what would happen if you got caught. So then somebody might harm you and then it would be the worst case scenario would be death and death is change. So if you're being chased, there's something that that familiar part of yourself you don't want to face and you're being threatened by this thing. Um, Now. You realize since it becomes they start chasing you 
or I mean, it's all you because the dream is always about the yeah. dreamer. But now they turn their sights to you. And so now you realize that this thing you were avoiding is imminent. This change that's going to happen, you can't avoid it. But you have so been trying for you, to. Whether yes. you like it or not. So yes. and don't run. You're working through all of this in your... Um, in what is like your super conscious mind so this is the part of you that's closest to uh your creator okay so this is in a space mentally that it was a deep dream okay so you're trying to work out how you're going to deal with this change in that place and you're jumping over the your soul is basically showing you like look you're avoiding it again so you're woken up out of sleep because you avoided the change once again by jumping over the barrier into the seat and now you're avoiding it by waking up and you're like oh gosh but it's a great opportunity for you to go wow i certainly remember what just happened and that's like a it's like a flashing neon sign that says you yeah. can't avoid this big Alert. change forever. It's coming. That's right. Stop okay. in your tracks and deal with it. Okay, Sandy. So you have to deal with that change, and it looks like Which you can know. Be hard. Yeah, totally absolutely. Hard. For sure. All right. We are interpreting dreams. That is, Dawn is interpreting your dreams. People email in. Sandy just did. And now it's Hannah's turn. Hannah yes. says to you, Dawn. Hey, Dawn. I'm outside. And it's dark slash nighttime. It's my childhood house. And I'm walking up and down the driveway with a childhood friend. Then some sort of supernatural force pulls me to the sky. And there's like a cat thing flying, trying to get me with like a laser force. And I fly up and down all around avoiding. And then eventually I get inside the front door and I'm trying really hard to lock the door. And I just push it shut. But something is outside. It's forcing it open. I eventually shut it. My mom is helping. The dream progresses to it trying to get inside every window and every door. It eventually does when me and my entire family are on the porch. And it ends up being Lindsay Lohan. (laughs) Then the dream continues and... That doesn't make much sense. Okay. Great. Oh, my God. So this was terrifying. (laughs) And then not because Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So what we have here is it looks like we got to focus on um, spicy food before dinner. (laughs) We have to focus on this cat monster. So you have this you're dreaming about this compulsive habit. This is probably a mental habit, and habits can be good or bad. It's like, I have to be on time everywhere I go. Okay. Something... The cat monster is... Yes, that is a habitual um, thing that is compulsive to you. Okay. Okay, so this is a compulsive habit that you have, um, physical or mental, but I think because you're flying through the sky, you know, that represents super conscious existence, and that's sort of like the ether area where... You know, this is more of a mental thing than a physical thing because we're not seeing you in a car. So um, you're flying around and you're trying to avoid this thing. That is that means that you are conscious of the fact that you can really if you don't want to think about something, Hannah, you can really buzz around and just avoid it. Okay, so that's a good thing. And you've been doing this. Mm, Yes, it can be good. If you need to. If you need to, yes, because you're probably just trying to get your work done. Yeah. But you don't want to think about this compulsive habit. And it is what it you feel like it's threatening your stasis, your familiar state of mind. And you have a lot of lack of awareness here on how to solve the problem. Um, so then you get in your familiar place, which is your house um, and your mom and your family helps you out. That's your super conscious mind. 
helping you out to get away from this scary thing, which is your it's a habit you have. Okay, Lindsay Lohan, that is an imagined part of yourself. So you have now, to think is about that like an imagined part of yourself that's a hot mess in tabloids or so is that, that is <laughs> right. Well, that's a good question. I see where you're going there. Lindsay Lohan means a different thing to all of us. The overall feeling you would want to just jump to the to conclusion. But Hannah needs to think about first thing, Lindsay Lohan, what do you think? So it's that quality within yourself that you believe is real, but it really isn't. So. Maybe it's, you know, I don't know how you feel about Lindsay Lohan. Like you think she's a mess. Okay. So so you think you're a mess, but you're not. Yes. So this is a compulsive habit that you have, this mental habit where you think you're a mess and you're trying to avoid that. Got it. And that's not saying that's what it is, Hannah, but but you need to interpret that for yourself. That's right. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Cat Monsters and Lindsay Lohan coming to the WB this fall. (laughs) Part of her career rehabilitation. Oh my gosh. Uh, we've got time for another. Should we go on to Kristen? Yes. Kristen says to Dawn in her email for dream interpretation, which is what we're doing here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I had a dream last night about dog rescue, which I have done in the past, meaning either she's had dog rescue in the past or she's dreamed this in the past. It's okay. I don't know. It's not important. I was rescuing two other dogs and had my current two dogs as well. I walked out to a garage that wasn't my house on a familiar or a familiar house, and there were two very sweet, small brown, but not puppy pit bulls in kennels with locks on them, just left with no note, and a baby gray pit bull with a leash and a mixed tabby colored pit bull, which turned into a cat or at some point with graffiti shaved into its fur. Hmm. I felt overwhelmed in the dream and then wanted to adopt them because they'd been abandoned. It's worth noting my current dog is dying. Oh, and I had previously rescued and adopted a pit bull. My dying dog and that dog got into fights and I had to give her away because I almost severed the ligament in my finger due to the pit bull biting me during a fight. Sorry if this was too long. Oh, it's not too long, honey, but it's sad. And I'm sorry about your dog. Please do not feel like I don't care about your current situation or your past with dogs. But that doesn't help me in any way to interpret the dream. So anything like, hey, I just want to let you know that, you know, like, thank you. But it doesn't help me in any way because I'll just toss that out. Um, So you have to interpret this message for yourself, whatever you're going through. So this has to do, uh, and the reason why I picked this one is because, once again, we're dealing with a habit because this is an animal. Animals are habits, kids, in dreams anyway. that's right. Um, So basically, you have some habits that you, you know aren't great for you, and everybody else can see that they aren't good for you, but you don't want to give them up, and you know that they're not really helping those other parts of yourself that you're trying to nurture. And that is what you're, it's like good. I don't want to label something good or bad, but it, you know, habits can be good and bad, you know? So you've got these qualities that you want to nurture, but you have these other habits that are coming in and you're not willing to give it up. Like you really feel like super sad that you might have to give up these habits, but you know that it's for your greater good. Hmm. So this is actually a very uplifting, positive. It is. Again, just because you have a connection to whatever's in the dream doesn't mean it's about that thing. It could just be what those things represent. We've Mm -hmm. got time. We've got a really shorty. You got time? Yes. All right, let's do it. Tiffany is our last dream today. She says, Dawn, dreams. (laughs) My dad died at 49 and I'm 46. I miss him so much. Oh. 
Is there a way to dream about your loved ones? I want to hear his voice. That's sweet, Tiffany. And I'm sorry you lost your dad. Yeah, that is totally sweet. Um, I don't know a way to make them, you know, I, I can't tell you how to dream about a certain thing. But if you do want to try to, I'm assuming that you believe in the afterlife because you want to make a connection with him. But, you know, overall, I would say that's not really something you can control. Um, but if you do want to just meditate on it, I suggest that and just ask for some type of a sign. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And then you won't, don't say, please show me a yellow butterfly because that's not really how it works. Um, but if you see something, just keep focusing on it, you know, maybe before you go to sleep and maybe you will see something in your waking life that is so specific about your dad that you'll go, there you go. But he might be busy on the other side. You know yeah, what I mean? He's got a job over there. They don't. He's doing stuff. If they're happy, they don't hang around. I don't know. You know, uh, if they're unsettled, a lot of times that's when we have, um, eh, not always, but. You know, I'm just saying, like, if they're happy, they move on. And so he might be doing other work as a soul, but that's okay. You can try to see if he can, you know, you can get through. So, um, Don, if listeners have a dream they would like you to interpret, what is the best way for them to get a hold of you? You can go to our website and email me. Just go to the Bradley and Don page. You'll find my email there. Please keep it to um, a short paragraph. And yeah, that's all you need to do. I'm a little behind right now because I had a migraine mm. <laughs> last week. Was it last week? Anyway, I did not interpret dreams a week ago. Uh, so I think that we're behind a week. And so they're there. So if I don't get you right away, just realize you might hear your answer in a month. Until then, this is important. If you dream something and email me about it, this is going to help you immensely to interpret your own dream. Write down what you did the day before. Or 48 hours before. Because it'll be relevant. It will be, yes. All right, when we come back, Dawn also has some great ideas for Father's Day. Fun things to get your dad, courtesy of Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, God. When we come back right here on My Talk. There we go. Little Blind Spot. Hey guys, Bradley here with great news from my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Not only do select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200, but you can save even more money with rebates on Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation now through July 31st. Get a $150 rebate when you buy four Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation and receive a $38 rebate for each of additional unit with PowerView. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Now is the time to take advantage of some major credits and rebates. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are amazing and available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today and let their experts help you through every step of the process. Or check them out online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. 
The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Um, you're hearing that song you don't usually hear, um, and we wish it was for better reasons. Mike has the latest on something that was just announced. Yeah, unfortunately, it's uh, just been announced that Tina Turner has uh, passed away at the age of 83. Oh, this is so, well, I mean, shocking. I don't know if that's the right word, but it is terribly surprising and... We were just furiously Googling around to try to get as much information as we could about the news that she passed. There's a lot of headlines. There's a lot of tweets. But in this day and age, we always want to make double, triple sure Mm. that we know what we're talking about before we share it with you, dear listeners. But I will say, if you take Rolling Stone and Playbill at their words, their firsthand reporting that she did die Wednesday at the age of 83. And apparently she... If you then go deep in some of the other stories, because the first few stories we saw, Don, were all from tabloids, which yeah, I get like a the little, sun, and you're like, eh. I get a little concerned about going with those stories. But again, it's early news, terribly shocking and sad that Tina Turner has passed away. Looks like her family made a statement. That's what Rolling Stone is saying. Her family said in a statement Wednesday, with her, the world loses a music music legend and a role model. She was living in Switzerland um, at her home that was near Zurich. And uh, that kind of makes more sense now that if news is coming from Europe, that the UK would know it before we would. Um, But, oh gosh, this is just... So sad. My mother was actually just telling me a story about that she saw Tina Turner oh. live when she was a teenager at a oh, club okay. um, called the Cinnamon Cinder. Uh, yeah, way back when, you know, I mean, in California when she was just starting out with Ike. Well, and I just, you know, we just saw Tina Turner the musical at uh, Hennepin Theater Trust. Oh, oh gosh, yeah. what, last month? And so just had the thought in the story of Tina Turner in my head. Um, and certainly, you know, it's moments like these where you take the opportunity to reflect on, you know, just we each knew Tina Turner probably in our own way, depending on how old you were and how, you know, you first came upon her music different because she did span so many decades and actually crossed many generations. There are all sorts of people who, you know, whether like for me, most of the Tina Turner that I, you know, first became aware of was from the 1980s. But obviously she had a whole career before that. Tina Turner and Ike. I mean, truly, she really did span generations in the depth and breadth of her career. Right. And it's just like she did perform for so long that it was hard to even know what her age was. I don't know if you ever went through that, like thinking, wait a minute, Tina Turner? Well, she seems ageless, right? She's ageless. Yes, she was so gorgeous and just absolutely would take a stage and just, you know, make it her own. Um, I will say, if you're just joining us, by the way, the news that Tina Turner has passed away uh, has just come out. And I found a, a story from The Guardian which, again, I'm not going to run with tabloids, but The Guardian, you know, legitimate news source, mm-hmm. they talked about the fact, and we've said this already, that she died after a long illness at the age of 83. Um, she apparently had suffered ill health in recent years. She'd been diagnosed with intestinal cancer in 2016 and had a kidney transplant in 2017. Oh, I did not know that. I didn't know that either. But as you said, she does, uh, she did call home near Zurich in Switzerland, and uh, the family 
through a representative, did say Tina Turner, the queen of rock and roll, has died peacefully today at the age of 83 after a long illness at her home in Kuznach near Zurich, Switzerland. With her, the world loses a music legend and a role model. Well, it sounds like she chose to live the end of her life in a way that she wanted to to live in beautiful Switzerland and having those views every day. You know, she had a lot of trouble in the early part of her life, uh, you know, in an abusive relationship with Ike and a very controlling relationship that we probably all know about. Mm -hmm. And to see her come out from that on the other side and being an inspiration to people and then being able to be at peace and to live somewhere absolutely gorgeous. I mean, I dream of living in Switzerland at the end of my life. So I'm glad to know that she was in a beautiful, happy place, you know, um, at the end of her life there. I will say she wrote in her 2018 biography, My Love Story, quote, my relationship with Ike, speaking of the relationship you Mm. mentioned, my relationship with Ike was doomed the day he figured out I was going to be his moneymaker. He needed to control me economically and psychologically so I could never leave him. And that is truly the story that's told in the musical version. If you've not seen... uh, Tina Turner, the musical, that really is the story that they tell and how oh. trapped she really, truly felt. And it wasn't until she, you know, was able to leave that relationship behind her that, you know, the next chapter, the solo chapter of her career uh, specifically, but I'm assuming in her private life as well, was able to flourish and blossom. Right. It looks like uh, her record sales over 60 million and she has sold more concert tickets than any other female performer in history. That might be some old news there um, coming from IMDb. Um, and, oh, this is, you know, sad. I did not realize this or maybe just forgot that she had two biological sons and um, one of them died by suicide uh, in 2018. She's been through a number of tragedies in her life. And so I'm, you know, in looking back on her life, you realize that she has, I mean, when we say she's ageless and timeless and spans decades and generations, that comes with a tremendous amount of life experience as well that we don't always remember because we're busy focused on her singing and her music. Was there something that you learned from the musical in seeing it just so recently? Because you, you've seen, you know, hmm. I don't know that I, I mean, I certainly learned about, I mean, you kind of know, I, I should say most people kind of know about the Tina Turner Ike story, but not truly how, you don't sit with it, meaning you don't sit with what that must have felt like until you actually watch it played out on the stage, how trapped that would make a person feel and how, despite the fact that there's on the outside a lot of success, inside there's a lot of tragedy and anguish. Mm. Because I think a lot of times we just look at the success and think like, I mean, you're successful. What are you complaining about? Right. Right? Like, why would you? And you realize through things like seeing, you know, and again, it's it's a stage musical. Right. So it's clearly not. It's a dramatized version. Reality. But it does allow you the opportunity to sit with, oh, I wonder now I can think about that must have been a terrible place for her to be on the inside, despite how amazing and bright she was on the outside. Yeah, something that was supposed to be someone's the best time of their life where they're so talented and the world gets to see it and it's overshadowed by something like that. So, oh. Absolutely. Well, again, just to recap and remind you, sadly, Tina Turner has passed 
at the age of 83. We'll have more details on that, I'm sure, as the story continues to develop here on My Talk 1071. And when we come back, we will continue our conversation about pop culture, this time about IKEA. Okay. And something very popular they're about to do. When we